Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. All right. Are we are we recording? Welcome. Welcome to Kill Me Now. I just want to say, I, well, I'm beyond excited about our guest today. But before we begin, I just want to say that I had a shitty birthday. I had to fly to fucking Cleveland on my birthday. On my fucking birthday. I had to fly to Cleveland. Ugh. Then um, I get, it's one of those small planes. You know, the, it's a smaller plane, so they, they don't, your carry-on has to be gate-checked. Oh, golly. Okay, so they gate-check my carry-on, and I'm like, ooh, I should take my computer out of my my carry-on. So I take the computer out, I go on the plane, I go, I go, you know, I had a glass of wine, because I'm like, oh, it's my birthday, I have to tell everyone it's my birthday, I'm telling the flight attendant it's my birthday, my birthday, my birthday. Yeah. Then I get off the plane, then I go to get in the car, and I realize I left my fucking computer that I took out of my fucking bag, on the fucking overhead, fuck, shit, fuck, 
Then I basically threw my luggage down like it's on wheels. So I pushed it and went all the way, you know, and I started cursing because I have really good self-control. And then I went in to tell the woman at the, you know, where, no, the baggage claim Terminal. complaint fucking person. I walk in. I said, I left my um, computer in the overhead. But of course, then I added, and it's my birthday, well, you know, because I have smart. to make it worse. And then, and I said they can't find it because I had sent a woman who was pushing a woman in a wheelchair up and she said they can't find it. And then as I finished that sentence of it's my birthday, a thing came on saying we found it, the computer. So I was like, okay. And then I went and had dinner at the bar. Did you stay at that Hyatt in Cleveland? Uh Yeah, I love that. The The arcade. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to the bar to have dinner and I met this guy who is an OBGYN, African-American, and uh, turns out he's gay. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why would you pick vaginas? You know? Uh-huh. And he's from a very Christian, he wasn't really out, so when I was started talking about my family, and he's like, oh, I thought you were gonna say you had a husband. And I'm like, hello? <laughs> um, Boom. So then he came out to me. All right. Whoa, anyway. Whoa. So he that, might not be out to his patients in Cleveland for all we know. Well, I don't. He's not from Cleveland. Now he does. Uh, he does shit for pharmaceutical oh, right. he's companies. In a hotel, yes. Yeah. He does shit for pharmaceutical companies ah. so that he can make a shitload of money. Um, I bet you recognize that voice. I do, yeah. I do. Everyone recognizes yeah. his voice because it's a special voice. It's a a special voice. And his name is Greg Proops, and he's really smart and talented. Yeah. Yeah. Yay, Greg. Thank you. Woo. That's the best intro I've ever yeah, had, Yeah, that was the Greg Proops intro. I fucking love this guy because he's fucking smart. All right. Can I just say one thing? Yes, darling. I was late today. I've been really good. I've been on time. Uh-huh. Um, last night, I'm sitting with my 21-year-old on the sofa, and I said, listen, the refrigerator repair guy's going to come. I got to leave the house by 1030. Can you come here at 1030 to wait for the repair guy? Right. Okay. And he's like, yeah, sure. Because that's how he yeah, talks. Yeah, yeah. Like you know. a lesbian. Yeah, sure. All right. yeah. I've met him. He's gorgeous. Yeah. So then. Like a lesbian. This morning, I call, because fucking refrigerator repair guy calls. First of all, he's supposed to come between 9 and 12. I said, can you just come uh-huh. at 9 so I don't yeah. have to deal with this shit? Yeah. Calls me at 10.15 while I'm getting ready to leave. Yeah, I'm going to be there in 20. Then I call Henry. He's fucking sleeping at my ex's. Mm-hmm. I ended up having to tell the fucking refrigerator repair guy not to come. Mm. Okay? I didn't get to leave my house till quarter to 11. And uh, my refrigerator's broken from my other son's friends breaking into my apartment and having a four-day party. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, this is insane. I can't take anymore, Greg. I can't take it. I can't every day I wake up at some shit. Do you have shit happen to you? Do you have like bad lo- like I feel like I, I do, have- but not progeny shit cuz I really? I didn't uh, I didn't breed. Yeah. Why is that? Because you're so fucking smart. I was just thinking. I said, "You know what? Greg, <laughs> he would have the fucking most brilliant kids." Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. We never wanted them, you know. Yeah. It was kind of up to Jennifer. It wasn't right. really my call. Like I'm going to force you to yeah. Pop have. out a couple biscuits yeah. here for me. And... You're such a good husband. I am, really. Yeah. I wish Jennifer was listening to this. Jennifer? Jennifer. Hello. Um, <laughs> Greg, Darling. you are really 
smart and talented. Well, that's very kind of you. Yeah, I'm not that much nice. No, I really am. <laughs> I you, would agree, and humility yeah. is one of my most yes, uh, extraordinary I noticed, qualities. Because one of the na- wait, where's my notes? Oh, God. Who's to say? They're probably in the fridge. There's no coldness in there anymore. Well, so. no. It's the ice maker. They broke oh. the fucking ice maker. So now I got to open the refrigerator. This is a, this is a big problem for people say, in third world your country. Parade? I have to open the freezer <laughs> and stick my hand in the ice maker. Oh, you're it kidding. It doesn't come out the thing on the door anymore. Your... Servants steal, too, by the way. I don't know if you're aware of that. What? Servants. They steal. I know. <laughs> okay. So your book, uh, The Smartest Book in the World. Yes. By the smartest man in the world, pretty much. I, I, uh, you're pretty smart. Well, that's very. I, I, yeah. I mean, the, I, ta- the, I was trying to think of a name for my podcast, and right. um, I, I called a friend of mine years ago, and he goes, "Do you know how you come off?" And I went, "No, how do I come off?" And he went, "Like, um, like you know everything, right?" And he goes, uh, "Why don't you uh, do a show, take questions, and brook right. no dissent, and call it the smartest man in the world?" Right. And I went, that's genius. So I stole it from him. So you didn't even fucking think of it. Uh-uh. Okay, so you're not as smart as I thought you were. That's no. pretty smart. Um, well, yeah. it, it's also smart to know when you should be the so, one. Yeah, who, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. They so, say Jack Benny wasn't the greatest writer, but he knew right. how every joke worked. Right. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's not for me. That's for Mary. Right. So I'd like to think I have that capacity. Yeah, you do. You have it. Uh, you were born in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Why is that? Now, no one lived in Phoenix when you were born. No, no one did. It was just a My brother lives in Scottsdale. Now. Oh, does he? Yeah. yeah why why he were you in Phoenix? Uh, my mom and dad met at, at the Pink Pony in Scottsdale. Really? Yeah, my mother was waiting table there. No way. Yeah. And what was your father doing? Just Tending bar. Oh, it's such a beautiful story. Isn't it? It's so yeah. romantic. They're both dead, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, especially during the holidays, because yeah. I don't have to see them. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, so I, that's why I was born in Phoenix. Now, are you an only? No, no, I'm the I'm the youngest of four. My mother right. had three other kids. So. Right. Okay. And so, and the youngest, as I can attest to, yeah. is the smartest, most brilliant, best, and has all know. the problems. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then you moved to a suburb of San Francisco. Is that correct? That's right, San Carlos, a small white principality, uh, where uh, home of the Plain Yogurt Festival. Thank really? you, everybody, and good night. Yeah, yeah take care. We'll <laughs> be here all The powerful taste week. is burning our tongues. And take out the fruit. Why did you, did you move there? <laughs> uh, my parents moved there when I was a little kid. Just for, not for work or anything. So Yeah, did my they... dad was always on the run, so we, we moved there, yeah. And then, so were they educated? Were they college educated? My parents? Yeah. No, my father went to Babson. Uh, uh, my mother, wow. no, not at all. My mother, like sharecropper from Mississippi. No way. Oh, yeah, her father was a... And then they moved to Arizona in the 30s, which is why my mother lived there. Right. My dad is from Brooklyn. He's from Bay Park Way. And um, he went to Babson. Um, but um, uh, gambling seemed to be a real important right. element of his life. Right, so, right. Yeah. And you He's say. What, they call, what gamblers call the degenerate gambler. Oh, wow. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Meaning you we had a new car every week and stuff like that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a new one. Just but a, a different one. Different yeah. one. Yeah. Now, you, you said <laughs> that one of the most dangerous things you ever did was to tell your father to fuck off. Well, I don't know if it was dangerous. I certainly did. He was kind of a gangster, but uh, right. uh, uh, I had that moment with him. Yeah, that was a beautiful family moment that I like to think How about during the holidays. How old were you when that happened? Uh, and what I, holiday I was it? I told him I was a teenager, but then the, I think the big one was probably, I was about 30, 31, 32, right. somewhere. So last year. Yeah. Hey, hey now, that's what I'm talking guys, about. Folks. Woo! Nothing but Matt uh, for yeah, gold on that yeah. one. Kiss. Just the three-point line. So. Um, yeah, no, yeah. I, I told him that I hated him and I hated his father. And uh, my dad, oh, and I, I started bawling. And my dad, because he was hard as fucking nails. Just, right. Mm-hmm. No way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Isn't that horrible? Dad was a hard guy. Yeah. My, my brother-in-law, George, who's a very lovely person, said to me, I, it's hard for me to believe that they're your mom and dad because right. you have feelings. Right. So my Do your mom and siblings dad, have feelings? Yeah, they do. My siblings yeah. do. But my mother and father, um, I, we'd be watching like a movie on TV when I was little and I'd start crying because yeah, you know, someone same. was dying yeah. or someone was stranded on a rock or something. And my parents would go, God, you're so sensitive. I had the same shit. <laughs> yeah. And my brother and sister would make fun of me, like yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I always cried during that, yeah. And then I, ha- I would put like, you know, blinders with my, yeah. I use them as, ha- you know, blinders of my eyes like a horse, you know, because they would fucking, eh, he's crying, eh, yeah. it's fake, and you're fake. Uh-huh. And, and also my parents were like, people who emote in public, people who cry like at funerals, or they're faking it, basically, right. that right. it's just for show. Yeah, no, there was a well, lot that, of... That's saying a lot about them. I feel like they're right. project... That's why they well, would Well, you know, my, they've had tragedies in their lives and they just were stoic about it. So yeah. they feel like, you know... But they're supposed to hold too. it, yeah. So can I ask a question about that? If they would cry, would it be just for show? No, they would never cry. Um, I don't think I ever saw my father cry. My mother would cry over the stupidest thing that, you know... But it was because she didn't cry over the real thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it would be like... You know, uh, this the rice is overcooked. Right. Oh, oh my God! Man. Right, 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 right. Oh. Oh, I'm going on the never again, yeah, and then go yeah. upstairs and cry. Right. Um, do you have a computer there? I do. Will you what? look up a poem by Philip Larkin that starts? Uh, they fuck you up, your mom and dad. They don't mean to, but they do. Oh my God! You ever heard that poem? No. Uh, that's why I want you to look at Philip Larkin, because uh, it. it it, it, it's about your, your mother and father, but then about how their mother and father had to go at them. Right. And that's why they're right. the way it's, they are. It's, as they say in Hebrew, Lador Vador from generation That's to why generation. I told my dad I hated his father. Right. <laughs> it wasn't just him. I only knew one grandmother and I loved Me her. Me too. I only so, knew her. That's, yeah. yeah. But you never met his father. I know, no, no, just right. just abusive that, letters yeah. and phone calls. Yeah. I could play it for you. <laughs> um, okay. What, play it. What? This be the verse. They fuck you up, your mum and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. They fill you with the faults they had and add some extra just for you. But they were fucked up in their turn by fools in old-style hats and coats who half the time were soppy stern and half at one another's throats. Man hands on misery to man. It deepens like a coastal shelf Get out as early as you can, and don't have any kids yourself. Oh, I love that. That now gets we know. a ring. Wow. 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 In old but style coats and hats. That's hilarious. That. Yeah. But now my kids have two mothers, so they say they fuck you up, your mother and, and your, your mom your and mom. mom. And mom. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you. Were you popular in school? Were you uh, not when I was little? By the time I got to high school and I got a little taller right. and uh, a little more confident, uh, junior high not so much. Yeah. I tried to hide from being right. beaten up a lot. Yeah, I was quite short and had the same voice that I have now right. and spectacles, uh, glasses from the age of eight. So really, yeah, that sucks. Uh, yeah, I remember in third grade, like moving closer and closer to the blackboard, and finally my teacher's like, "Can you see anything?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> right. She's like, "You're going to the eye doctor." Doctor. Wow! Didn't they do? They did that every year in my school. Uh, they gave us eye checks too. Yeah, eye did checks. No, yeah, and you know one. what else they did? Uh-uh. Fucking pissed me off. We'd all go to the gymnasium. Tetanus. No, oh, they no. measure and weigh us. Oh, gross! 
And I'm fucking six feet tall. I was going to say you. I was going to say you were six feet tall when you were nine. Yeah, right? and then they and then it was and then they would call like Judith yeah. Gold, and then it would be yeah. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, yeah, yeah, Big, and I was yeah. like, How's oh, the I weather up there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kids are wonderful. Were your are, are you? I know. Are your siblings, any of them, you know, intellectuals or no, in the, no, no, just family people. Giant families and uh-huh. and oh my kids did this my kids did that and, and do, are you a good uncle or do you not, not particularly know I said to one of my nieces a couple of years ago I wish I was there more for you and she went that's all right you're my cool uncle and I was like really? I'll, I'll handle that yeah oh that's good I'll handle that so all right so then you're in high school were you involved in oh yeah theater, theater. Uh, yeah did all the uh, talent shows right. uh, did all the plays right uh, we did Gypsy then I did uh, we did yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you Mother Rose? Oh my Rose? God, that's so I, no, funny. I was, uh, I was uh, yeah, I was Mother Rose. Yeah. I, I played uh, uh, Angie, who's one of the boys. In yes, the, in yes, the, uh, yes. Uh, Broadway, Broadway, how great you are. We're taking June and leaving. What soon. do you want? Yes. Oh, he's uh, Seth told me that. We did Gypsy. Then, then I did community theater because that was even wilder than high that's school theater. That's great. Community theater, like all the adults that were in their thirties and forties, were just raging drug addict alcoholics. Right. right. And uh, <laughs> one of them had been a choreographer in the Andy Williams show, which was oh fantastic. Oh my god. I, I remember that. her name, Sharon Cunningham. And so we'd go, uh, we we were in the chorus. Right? Right. We did The Boyfriend and Little Me, right? Right. Jewel Stein. And uh, uh, then after- She we'd then have ran these, for president. Yeah. Then we'd have these <laughs> giant uh, cast parties and everyone right. would get shit-faced. And they right. didn't care at all that we were 15 or 16 right, years right, old. Right. We would drive drunk to the thing and just get high and then make out with each other and, and take drugs. It was just fantastic. That's so great. Yeah, that's why the theater gets you early. People right. were like, why did you want to be a performer? It's like, um, there were no rules. Right. When you're 16. There's no you, boundaries. No. None. Zero. When I started doing stand-up, I was probably like a teenager. Right. And they let you come into the club, drink, do coke in the bathroom, right. hang out with the band. Like, Wait, this is yeah, way better high than school. school. This right? is better than school. You were in high school when you first did stand up. Yeah, and ha- then uh, how did that happen? Well, we were doing it at school, and then we went to junior college at the College of San Mateo, the knob, right. of, knob of knowledge, and yeah. uh, Harvard on the Hill, and uh, we started doing stand up there. And then this band came to play a lunchtime gig, and we opened for them. And they said, "Hey, you want to come down? To, we do this uh, gig called the Winery in Palo Alto." Right. So we would go down and do uh, sets in between their sets. Right. And they were t- like twenty eight. We thought right. they were the eyes of age. Right. And uh, we were, I think, 18, 19. Right. And, you know, that's then it's when it started. Smoking, drinking. Right. Hanging out, taking drugs, group, hanging out with the band. And it was like, um, why would I want to carry on this, studying right. when right. I'm being treated like an adult by right. a group of adults? And then, and stand-up's one of the few things. you got to do a giant apprenticeship. It's a medieval right. uh, craft, stand-up. That's it's like, what I, I it's tell It's like being a yeah. blacksmith or right, something, right, or a right, printer. Right. You have to spend 10 years at least learning how to do it. Just right. learning how to do and it. And then another five to know what the fuck. Right, and then another do, five yeah. to like get that. And then another five to shake off the five right. from before. Right. That's the shitty five years. Right. And then, and then you're funny again right. at the age of whatever. Yeah. But you, but you're allowed to be in clubs and be paid when you're a kid. And right. No, I can't think of another craft. They don't invite uh, acting, acting. Right, right. My friend Jeff Davis was in um, The King and I with Yul Brenner when he was right, no way. Yeah, from nine to eleven. Oh. What? Yeah, when he was a kid. The last two years, Yul Brenner did the show. No was way. He tupped him or whatever. He no, he was the little white kid. He was. Uh, oh, the other one. Yeah, he was the. He's uh, Anna's son. So he has the opening oh, number whenever so cool. I feel. The other night we were drunk and. Um, 
uh, South Bend, Indiana, and he started telling me the whole thing again, which I always love. Was I he love molested? Hearing this story. Not at all. Uh-huh. Uh, but we we would play theaters over the years with the Who's Line guys, and we'd be like, in, I can't remember where we were in St. Louis, some big theater, and he goes, I played this theater before. We go downstairs, and there's the King and I's autographs. No all way. Of them with was he there? And there's Jeff oh. B. Davis. And he goes, that was the first girl I made out with. I was 12 or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. So they let you do that when you're a right, kid. Right. And of course, he said it was cutthroat, you know? People right. didn't cut from the plays. That yeah, 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 yeah. He had one understudy that was like, I'm going to fuck you up. And he was like, hey, I'm 12. Back right. off, you know? And Did like, you ever see that documentary? <laughs> that <sounds> awesome. <laughs> Did you ever see that documentary about the Annies? The girls who no. played? Oh, my God. You have to see right? it. It's so grueling. It's the, the way they tell the story about yeah. how... You know, they'd get too old or they'd get a boob bump. Right, right. And then they'd be like, you're out. And, like, they talk about how they'd do their last show and they'd walk through the lobby to go home and they'd already be taking photos of the new Annie who's yeah. starting, you know. And, and how fucking devastating right. it was for these girls. You were girls. a star. Yeah. You're the last one it's to take a bow. It's a great documentary. It's a yeah. great documentary. Yeah. So were you a good student? Oh, mm, indifferent. Really? B minus, yeah. I, but but you knew you course, were just smarter bored. than everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. I already knew the material, but yeah. I just didn't give a shit about right. school at all. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really get perved on until I think college, and right. then uh, we had one lighting teacher who I did, we did Equus, and uh, uh-huh. I played uh, oh, Alan. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was naked on stage the whole run, and uh, uh, he took pictures of him, was showing them in his. Uh, Lighting class. No way. Managed to happen to just coincidentally show naked pictures of me in his lighting class every day. And so I found out and uh, went into his office with a friend of mine and we told him to stop doing it. Right. And he said, no, I'm not going to. And so we went to the chancellor or the vice president of the university. And I remember a ceremony where the pictures were burned in front of me. Wow. The slides were burned in front of me. What happened to him? Nothing. It was 1979 or 80, so it was like nothing. Now, of course, you could get him fired, I think, for doing something that Absolutely. Get shit done. And how do I know those weren't the the only photos? How do I know those weren't copies or whatever? He was a photography teacher as well. Oh, great. Where is he now? Have you looked him up? I don't know where he is. He's rotting in hell, hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love looking people like that up. All right, so you start doing stand-up. Jeez, some of these things I haven't thought of in so long. This is like going to the therapist, I know, isn't it good? Um, Can I lay down and cry? Yeah, go, go. <laughs> I have pictures of your Let's parents see. right here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so. I've never really gone through my life chronologically. It's horrible. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's like fun. Getting hit by a bus. I'm, it's all passing before me. But now you love Deborah Harry. Is that correct? I do. How do you know that I love Deborah Harry? So she, uh, I met her at an ACLU benefit years ago. Uh, uh, I got I'm a, a member. I, I got a phone yeah. call at home. Uh, uh, a woman I know named Jess Herman, who works for them now, but didn't. Uh, Jess Herman? You know Jessica Herman? No, is she Jewish? Yes. This is our Jew bell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll give you. I'll Wait, do you have you any Jew in you? That's My father's the Jewish. Jew bell. Your father's Jewish? My father was bar mitzvah. He was from Brooklyn. I was okay. not bar mitzvah. My mother was. I was uh, baptized Episcopal, if you no like. Way. If you like those apples. But no one on earth believes that I'm Episcopal because of the way I look, act, and talk. Right. <laughs> so my wife's like, really? Really, Greg? You wow. think people are going to believe you're Episcopal? I'm like, I wow. don't even bother anymore. Yeah, you're Jewy. Yeah. All right, go ahead. I'm too Jewy. To, okay. So, uh, aren't aren't Episcopalians a cool Christian? Yeah, they are. The Jack Catholics. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. They're kind of Catholic, but they let women be priests and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah. yeah. And they like the gays. Yeah. 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 yeah they don't care. Do you have any gay siblings? Uh, not that I know of. I don't think so. Any nieces or nephews gay? No, I don't wow, think so. That's, that's so weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. that is really weird. I'm like, I have low gay gayism in my family. Yeah, it's really weird. Although I had one one cousin, and um, uh, on my 
father's side. Yeah. My Uncle Bill's daughter. Anyway, she had a kid, and he was 19, 18 when I met him. And, very, you know, they're well off. Right. This will get, I'm not Jewish, right? My cousins are a CPA, a businessman, a, a psychiatrist. She's married to a urologist. Okay? So, yeah, the Jew bell is like, yeah. I said, all that's missing from our family is a violin player. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I got, we got a comedian. We got a psychiatrist. So... Uh, I meet him and he's a nice kid and he went to some chi school I can't think of the name of it in Maine not Bard that's not in Maine right, but no, some yeah, really yeah. fancy school in Maine and he, he was you know he had an album it looked like Hanson they gave him the CD right. right? like three kids on it right. and I, I go so you're going to be a musician I go you know yeah. show business it's a fun yeah. career it's something you do your whole life he goes oh the road I go how old are you uh, the goes, road? 18. I go, check well, in with me fuck- in 30 fucking years. You and then fucking you, asshole. I go, the road? You haven't been on the goddamn right. road. What the fuck do you know about the road? You live in a mansion in Nashville. And then Ew. you go to school. Right. <laughs> like, oh, the ro- oh, you're going to have to stay in a hotel? Right. Without your fucking servants? Right. Fuck you. I was like, uh, honey, honey. So yeah. then the last time I saw him was uh, uh, last year, this uh, this year. How and old I is said, he now? Well, like 20. And yeah. I go, so you musician? No, I'm doing you know, I was like, either you want to do it or you don't want right. to do it. Or you have to do like I have to do what I right. do. I, there is there wasn't There's an nothing, option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, but that's the people, and then the people that don't have to do it are the ones I resent. You know, right? I know, it's so annoying. All right, I so know. then you start. What, how'd you get into improv? Well, let me finish the Debbie Harry one. Okay. So oh yeah, that's so right, what, Deborah. So they thank you for keeping me call, on track they call, here. They call me and they go, uh, yeah. uh, "We're doing this benefit for the ACLU. It's at Ellis Island." And Jennifer turns to me and goes, "Where is it? The tuberculosis <laughs> ward?" And I'm. <laughs> Right, so we take the gig, and it was fantastic. It was uh, we were reading different decisions, like uh, you know, loving that one. I think yes, I can't loving think Worth is West right. Virginia. Yeah, yeah. West Virginia. Um, I think I read an abortion one. It was me, Joan Osborne, Deborah Harry. Oh my god! Uh, and um, uh, my name is Luca. Uh, oh yeah. What's that lovely singer? She lives uh, here in New York. uh, Suzanne Vega. Suzanne Vega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It was fantastic. Nice, Seth. So I went around the table, and Philip Glass. Jubel. Yeah. I went around the the table uh, with the program and got everyone's autograph. Because oh, I was like, great. I'm never going to be with this many right, people right, right. at one thing again. You and know? these cool people, yeah. And Philip Glass composed a piece just for the night, which they wow. played, and it was sensational. So I'd met Debbie at a previous uh, uh, one in Washington, D.C., and uh, uh, Maxi Priest was singing. The guy who owns... Um, uh, uh, the the guy from Cleveland who owns um who's you know the Gwen the insurance company that has Gwen what are they called uh, oh uh, 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 uh um, he's Jewish uh, um, and he's a big liberal and he gives a wait, ton wait, of money to the ACLU progressive progressive yeah. the Catamounts progressive is a yeah. Jew from Cleveland is and, that true yeah and he that's asked, a good fucking job right? that woman has right yeah go oh ahead. my god she's never yeah and so uh, has to work right Deborah was there and Maxi Priest was there the reggae star with his band and he had the the most gangster manager you've ever met like a dude that like when you looked into his eyes you were like I can't look at you too long because you're right. gonna suck me into your vortex of right. evil and uh, <laughs> he and Maxie of course is like probably 60 but looked right. 25 right because right, right, he's right. a black guy from Jamaica and he had freckles and like hey right. how's it going it's good to meet you and we're like oh my god you're gorgeous you know right. and then uh, one of the lawyers comes in and mind you this is an ACLU benefit in Washington D.C. Right. there's 3,500 Jews in the other room all of whom are advocate lawyers right, right. and one of them comes in and goes could you guys not smoke pot in the dressing room 
because you know it's a thing and I was like what? you have 3,500 lawyers out there right surely you could get Maxi Priest off right on a reggae right he, he's a reggae band right that, what do you think they're going to do right, in the right, right. was he already smoking in there no that was what was funny it was a preemptive dope oh strike oh my god so when we went to Ellis Island my friend says to me don't bring any dope onto Ellis Island there's a you know, they have lots of security Greg I know you've got dope with you all the time I'm like all right, I won't. So I don't know if you know this, but you can drive to Ellis Island. You can? Yeah. On a ferry? Right. What? And then you think, why didn't leave woman drive? Why, why right. take the boat? Right. Um, so she, <laughs> you, can go, you go to Jersey. Right. You go to Jersey and you drive over this WPA bridge that's made of wood that's one no car way. width wide. Are you, you kidding? No, Liberty State no, Park. I thought we were going to take a ferry. Oh, right? yeah. Like, Liberty I'm State Park. I'm with yeah. my coat and like a hat. Yeah. Like we're going on. You know, I'm like Barbara Streisand. Right. We're, you know, don't tell yeah, me not to live. live. Right, like we're gonna. Yeah. So we get in the car, and the guy goes, "Oh no, I'm gonna take you this way." Boom, through Jersey, we drive there, right. and of course, there's no security whatsoever. Right. right. And I'm like to Jennifer, "I could have brought. We could have burned one right now." Right. Looking back at Manhattan. Yeah. Right. I could have burned one. Uh, you never listen to anyone when they tell you not to bring one. I don't. Yeah. I, di I did that night, but I don't in Let's general. Learn. And this story's horrible, but I'm going to tell it anyway. They yeah, put us ahead. at the W that's at World Trade Center. Yes. You you know where that one is, yes, right? Yes, I know so exactly. In those days, this was a few years ago, there was nothing there yet. Yes. It was still a gigantic pit that right. was being constructed. Right. So we're checked into our room, and it was fashion week. So in the room was a little, a little not a split, but is this a split of champagne? Mm -hmm. The kind you put a straw in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and there was a little car. And I mean, we weren't with fashion week, but I guess they stuck them in everyone's room. Right. The bellboy brings us in. Uh, the bellman brings us in. And the window's open. And all you can see from our room, and I'm not kidding, is the pit. Oh. And so he puts our bags down, and he goes, I lost my uncle down there. No way. Yep. So I gave him $20 and he splits. And I said to Jennifer. Oh my God. He probably uses that on everyone. I said to Jennifer exactly what she said. I go, <laughs> I don't mean to be a big cynic yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right. But I've been to New York before. Right. And I said, if he doesn't use that on every fucking yeah. hayseed from Iowa right. that walks into this fucking place, I'll be a bobtailed and bastard. And how was the presentation of that? Oh no, he did this. He did that. I gazed, he gazed out the window balefully for several moments. Yeah. And then he looked not back at us, but across the room and went, I lost my uncle down. Oh my God! You're that's not good. supposed to do that, but that's, that's really. I good. gave him twenty bucks. It yeah. was quite a scam. I was like, right. "Get out of the room. Go. Here's your money. Right. Go." Yeah. And I said to Jennifer, "Everybody gets this." Yeah. I go. He doesn't have an uncle. How about how? Yeah, right. <laughs> how about how you can't open the windows in any fucking hotels uh, anymore? And you can't. It couldn't open there. So Jennifer closes the blinds right. and is like, "These are not to be open for the entire time we're right. here." Right. <laughs> I am not, I'm not giving him any fucking a fucking yeah. ham sandwich. Right. Looking down that, at this. Yeah. Pit. Where three thousand people were executed. Uh, oh, horrible! Yeah, so uh, him sandwich. Right? Yeah, like it was like. Well, so the Jews she took did a shower, it, so she and should I, have a and brisket. And I'd open up the window so, and yeah. look in it, you know, and, and then I'd close it back up because uh, it was like too. It's so it's it's horrible. The location. I, I have not been down there since. And I there's have. a bar you can drink. Up, no up way! Oh yeah, and you look can, down at it. They call it the pit. That where were you on nine eleven? Uh, we were in San Francisco. We went to um, this. Uh, we went to a Chinese restaurant, and then there was the, shocking. Uh, and hang, uh, hang on Alley in San Francisco, up above Grand Avenue, um, is a, a Buddhist temple. Mm -hmm. And I took Jennifer there. She'd never been there. And you go to this Buddhist temple, mm -hmm. and you, 
uh, you bring oranges. You go to the market and you buy oranges and offerings and shit. Right. And you put them down in front of the thing, and the, a Buddhist priest leads you in, and you take a, a, a like a Yahtzee thing full of sticks. Right. That have in uh, in incon- you know writing that you can't understand. Right. On them, right. Right. And you throw them, and then they're red for you. No way. Yeah, yeah. They read the sticks. Yeah, yeah. So however they land. It sticks with writing on them, yeah. So you go chuck, 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 and then you chuck them on the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go, oh, your life will be beautiful. And of course, it's always good. It's like a gypsy, you know. Except when I go. Right. Fortune tellers never go, oh, (laughs) my God, cancer. You're getting cancer. They they never say that, you know. Judy, the sticks break. Yeah. Right, they break. She's using them to eat chow mein with. Right. You can't eat dim sum with them. And, uh. So we went and did that. So it was a beautiful morning. And then we went down to Golden Gate uh, near, near the bridge. Right. We were buying postcards, walking around. And then the next morning uh, we get up and um, the bus boy comes in and goes, they just blew up the World Trade Centers in New York. <gasps> and I was in such denial. I turned to my wife and I said, that's a fucked up joke. I don't think that's funny right. at all. Turn on the TV. It was... I can't. I can't even think about. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's we horrible. don't have to. We don't that have to and the AIDS crisis. I think I have PTSD. Oh, don't even about the AIDS, AIDS crisis. crisis. I'm from San Francisco. You I know. know. So I you talk to some people and they're like, "Well, I don't know anyone," and she's like, "Would you shut up? Everyone yeah. died. I yeah. can't Everyone even. died. Yeah, that's why you don't know anyone. Yeah, but, that's why you don't know anyone. But it's also like, I I didn't realize it until recently. But when I look at footage from that period of time. I get really. I have to like leave, or I get really yeah. emotional. And I, I feel like I was young and, you know, I was like, we're going to fight this. And, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. and I never let myself feel yeah, I think a lot that of all these that. fucking people my age, uh-huh. like that my contemporaries, that we were starting our life, you know, and, and we're thinking, oh, my God, we could die, you know, well, not, right. you know, but. Well, Fran Lebowitz said an entire generation of yeah. uh, uh Actors, writers, yes. artists, dancers, designers, yeah. intellectuals, Done. an entire generation right. dead. So then people say to me, well, you know, Reagan was a great president oh, and Reagan. And I'm like, that's it. I'm like, I can't I, buy. You, just fuck off. He wouldn't even fucking say the word. Nope. And then what about how Nancy uh-huh. told, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, this fucking menopause is really bad today. I know, my menopause um, is kicked yeah. in. <laughs> But you know, um, they wouldn't do Rock a goddamn Hudson. thing. Yeah. He, he asked her. He said, "Can you please yeah. write yeah. me a letter so I can go to France?" Yeah. yeah, remember when and we used to have sex? Like, and, yeah. Uh-uh. And they would make fun of it. You've seen that press conference where they make fun of it and everything. Yeah. And I remember going to a bar. Where I lived off Polk Street, and uh, there was a bar, and the first signs for it uh, that, and it would say "gay cancer." Yeah. And it showed Kaposi's and whatnot. Right. And everybody at that point was still real unsure of what was going right. on. And then, of course, within three years, it's all it was. And over. also. It also forced so many people to come out of the closet. You know? Didn't it just? Oh. And some people were really brave, and some people right. were really beautiful, and some right. people were, you know, Liberace, right. who uh-huh. went to his grave right. without. I wonder about a bunch of my teachers from school. I don't know whether right. they succumbed. Uh, I know a bunch of guys I went to high school with, you know, died. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of others survived. Right. And uh, it was pretty much a crapshoot at that yeah. point. You it was know, horrible. Isn't so it? Glad, this is a humor but, podcast. I know. It's really well, funny. You, it's called I Want to Die. It's uh, called Kill Me Now. Kill Me Now. Kill Me Now. AIDS. I know, yeah. but that's when people start in about Reagan, and I have to hear people on TV talk about what a warm, what, wonderful, right, fucking right, right. avuncular individual he was. It was like, he was a ghoul who refused to believe the AIDS crisis existed. Right, right. And then Walker didn't believe it until Magic Johnson got AIDS. Right, and then right. all of a sudden, hey, that AIDS quilt just fell on my head. Yeah. 
Uh, and so I just don't want to hear it, really. I really don't either. I, I, don't I love Ron hear Reagan any... Jr., though. I Ron love Reagan him. Jr. is awesome. And you realize he was in the, um, which ballet was He was, was in he the in? ballet, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they basically kind of, he had to leave because, because his of father, his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't a terrible dancer. It, it was just he wasn't. What about that great commercial he does, what, yeah. Not Afraid to Rot in Hell? Yeah. <sighs> I love that because he's, he's an atheist. Yeah, no, Ron, Ron, Ron Reagan Jr. He's, he's a good voice. He's smart, and yeah. he's so yeah. Okay, so well, I mean, they'll, they'll bump up all these guys and say, "Oh, the Republicans were always the party of morality and probity and family values." Oh, and I like, love this moral, moral majority bullshit. Every single bullshit. one of them went to jail. Every single one of them's a what pervert. Every single one of them's a corrupt pedophile. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to hear asshole. it. I really don't want to hear it. Was Roy Cohn a politician? Who yeah, very much so. he was. He denied it too. Yeah, and was Trump's mentor. Yeah, right. Yes. He was on the awesome. House of American Activities Committee. Yeah. He was a right winger. He hated uh, Herbert Walker. He loved Ron and Nancy. I, I yes. don't understand. And James Woods played him in the movie. Yeah, how and he's, Yeah, right. exactly. Um, I don't understand these right wing. First of all, the Jews. Yeah. Who are? I mean, these people obviously hate you. You know, mm. like you, the people that you're yeah. fight. you know, these right way, they hate you. They hate yeah. Jews. They're only for Israel because, you know, the apocalypse. Yeah. Right. And, you know. Right. Uh, what, what, what the fuck is wrong with right, you? Right, Kushner's in there. Meninchin. Yeah. Gary Cohn. Yeah. Uh, Rod Rosenstein. Oh. And uh, I mean, and during. Wait, d- is it one of them is one of those messianic Jews who's not like. Who ha- is some sect of Judaism that's right. Jesus-y, but bullshit, crap, and whatever. And there were all the ones in, in W's administration. I know. That were in the mix. Wolfowitz. Like, what the fuck, I Wolfowitz? Know. Hey, everyone. Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but fast growing trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces, but I live in an apartment and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew. The space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees. 
you need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. So you... <laughs> the, name, the name says it all. Yeah. Um, you joined an improv. Why did you go from stand-up to improv? Uh, I was doing stand-up. I'd never seen improv. I was uh, uh, matriculating at San Francisco right. State, majoring in dope. And uh, <laughs> they had you a, call it dope stuff. Yeah. They had a... Ca- dope. Dope. They had it pot. They yeah. had it kit, as we call it in psychos. We yeah, reefer. Weed. We call it reefer. Yeah, a lot. we did too. Reefer um, and weed. And they uh, they had an improv group at the Cantina, Mary Ward Hall, and so I went to see it because I'd never seen it. I sat right. in the front row and I watched. And they did an audience spot. They brought someone on the crowd. Right. So the next week, which is Tuesday or whatever it was, I went. I sat in the front row. Right. Um, I'm reminded, of course, of Keen Holtz, who was taken to see. Uh, Jubel. I was taking oh, yeah, the jazz. Sorry, I was, I was writing a note down. I, I wanted to ask you something. Yeah, go ahead. Keenholt's parents took him when he was young to go see a Rembrandt. Right. And um, his response at the age of 12 or whatever was, I can do that. And I thought, that's <laughs> genius, right? That's yeah. just genius. Uh, so I, I sat in the front row and I thought, I can do this. Right. I'm 18 or whatever. I'm right. 19. I can fucking get up and make stuff up. So I jumped out of the crowd and I volunteered. And the next day I was, this will give you an idea of how long ago this was. I was riding a buggy. Uh, the next day I was playing <laughs> pinball in the oh, student union. I love that. Playing I pinball yeah, in the student union. We would have been union. friends. Yeah. Uh, what about Pac-Man? Oh, yeah. yeah well, they and Miss Pac-Man these are, and Atari. Early days, right? Wait, so, what about the... This is um, Centipede. Yeah, Centipede. Uh, uh, I fucking loved Centipede. Joust, uh, yeah. this That era. Yeah. So there was still pinball machines. Yeah. And I, can't, I, I think pinball. this one was a Rolling Stones one. I can't yeah. remember what it was. Mm. And uh, my uh, my friend Did Reed came Did you shake the machine? Would you do oh, the yeah, 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 pushing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't shake the machine. I'm a good pinball player. Yeah. I don't tell too much. And he goes, you want to join my group? And uh, so I did. And so and that's when I learned to do improv. You know what I find interesting? Because in your stand-up, you'd never talk to the audience. But, no. but improv... I did, right. but I don't know. Yeah. And improv is really dealing with that fucking audience a lot. Pretty much. And yeah. we bring them out of the crowd. We let them play with us. Uh, I mean, I'm lucky to be in a, a, a big improv group because I'm right. on the Who's Line group. So yeah. I go around with Ryan Styles. I love Ryan. So, will you yeah. tell him I said hi? I will. Yeah, right. And uh, Jeff Davis. And, <laughs> well, uh, I love him. <laughs> no, just your response. Yeah, right. I thought you said no, yeah, I right. No, I did. Oh, I will. Said, I, I did will tell him I did, you said, yeah, right. I did two episodes. I yeah. played his girlfriend. No, I thought yeah. you said, yeah, never mind. Never it's mind. time okay. for Hennessy anyway, to shut up. Yeah, I'm yeah, with them. That. So Go. now we, now we, you know, we, we do high class theaters and shit like right. that. But we do bring people out in the audience. And what they never, of course, realize is my own poison personal politics. Right. Um, speaking of, you know, because like you say in stand-up, uh, I did a gig a couple weeks ago and uh, there was some contention in the crowd uh, regarding my views toward right. uh, guns and uh, right. Christianity and Republicans. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, that's why I don't talk to the audience because I'm not interested in their opinion. Right, right. Because they haven't thought at all about right. what they believe. Right. They only know what they believe because they've been indoctrinated. Not every human, obviously. That, right, I'm not right, that right, dismissive. Right. People are but intelligent. But you would think people that come to your show know what to expect. But Judy, you know how it is. There's 
no matter how many people yes, come to see you, you, 30% of the room has no idea who you are. Right. They've just come out to see right. comedy. And to them, we're lumped in with Larry the Cable Guy, right. Dat Fan. Right. We're lo- we're, comedy is a big amorphous thing. All right. Like music gets divided up into country yes, and hip hop. Yes, yes, yes. Classical and jazz. Right. So if you're a jazz person, yeah. you don't wander into a country club and go, I heard there's music right, here tonight. Right, right. But yet comedy fans will wander into a fucking comedy club, right. do no research whatsoever. Right. And then go, I didn't like what yeah. I've had people say he made fun of elected officials. Which is like that's Hello? the job. We're of, fucking in the United States of anybody, America. Anybody, Will fuckhead. Rogers? Let's go back to the beginning. Oh you know? my <laughs> god, I hate everyone. Yeah, so that and then so last couple of weeks, ago, I was playing and and I was talking about guns and I said, if you want gun control, as the setup to my joke, right. and a redneck in the house goes, well, I don't want gun control, and I went off on him for quite some time. Okay, do it. Let's do a little improv. Yeah. Well, I don't want gun um, control. You've been heard from. You're a white empowered hill. Billy, guy who beats his cousin while he's fucking her because his team lost. Okay, we've heard your fucking opinion Fuck for you, the man. last 241 Fuck years. You. There's been 40. Oh, really? Fuck me? Yeah. How about this? Fuck you. You can go home and stick your weenie because it's so small inside the barrel of your fucking rifle. I'll fucking take my and, gun uh, out right now. Yeah, that's what I yeah, said to the exactly. audience. Yeah. Because at the club, they were putting all the phones in little sleeping bags. They uh, do? Chappelle style. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Which I do. And I went, you know what? I'm not going to keep this going because all your phones are in little sleeping bags, but all your firearms aren't. Right. And then they all laughed. That's and a great line. Yeah. And I was like, you know. Whose line is that anyway? <laughs> <laughs> that's the title of the yeah. show. So, yeah, that's what happens uh, with audiences now. Rednecks are real, 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 real empowered to keep the their Nazi that, shit going. Here's the thing. This is the thing that's so... They always were, by the way. Huh? They always were, but now especially. But it's also like, you know, because I was just in Cleveland. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, of course, there was a portion of the audience that was there for me. And then there were the 30 percenters. Okay. So I open, um, in the beginning, I talk about Orange Fuckface. That's what I call him. Because I I can't even say his name. No, I rarely do. It's Mango Mussolini for me. Oh, that's good. I like that. Orange Fuckface is bad, I guess. No, it's fine. All right. Everybody knows who you mean. Mussolini. So, I I do a joke. Shut up, Seth. Um, (laughs) So, I do this joke. I have a joke in my act about how he is the only human being who could make American Jews want to move back to Germany, okay? (laughs) And then I do this thing of us going back saying, hey, we're back, you know, whatever. So there's a guy. Hey, we're back. Yeah. Can we get our artwork? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right, right. My grandmother had a painting and a ring. Yeah, and I was wondering. The wedding rings, they're in a big bucket. (laughs) We heard you guys are really sorry. My great-grandfather's teeth are in this big jar. If you could find those for me. I do it. I go as far as I can, because then they go, whoa, and it's like, what? So there's a guy, and this is what the thing is. The irony of it all is that they take themselves so fucking seriously and go to, you know, and it's like, even if the joke, now that's a funny joke. Even if you're a fucking asshole orange fuckface supporter, um, you can say, all right, well, that's kind of funny, right? Uh, If you're, if you have a brain. Um, but they they don't have that capacity, no. and they just go back to you with you're a cunt, you're a yeah. kike, you're a dyke, you're you know. Yeah. So yeah, you check all the boxes. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> not American Indian or African American. So um, so or Latina. So this guy, and you know, they puff up like fucking peacocks. He's like, and I the wife starts saying to him, honey. 
Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, stop. No. And I looked at the table. I said, yeah, stop. Let's cut the shit. Yeah. Go. Leave. Yeah. And they fucking got up and left. But oh, good. It, but it, you know, and then I have another 15 minutes of getting the audience I was going to say, you like yeah. me still, right? Yeah. Even though I abused one of you right. horribly? Right. But and now you're taking their side against me, even right. though it's me you came to see? Right. It's just, it's such a fucking crapshoot huh? now. Uh-huh. And... I don't, I just, I can't, all right, so. You have to pick the places you play, I mean. Yeah. I played Madison, Wisconsin. I had a couple of people walk out. But but that's such a liberal town. But Madison, town. Wisconsin is really liberal. Yeah. So you're never going to play to a more liberal right. crowd other than like Berkeley. Right. And uh, where people like cheer the no smoking sign. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, and in Madison, a woman came up to me after the show and went, you know, there's some people who support Trump. And I said, I'm aware of that. And she went. That's why I walked out of your show and I said, well, that's your prerogative. Right. So she wrote a letter to the club the next day and said, I really enjoyed the first two acts. And this third act I disliked intensely because he disagreed with me on. I'm not sophisticated. These aren't her words. These are my words. Right. I'm not sophisticated enough to laugh at anything I disagree with intellectually. Right. Because uh, I'm a right wing asshole. Right. Narrow minded piece of shit. Right. And uh, so fantastically, the manager of the club says to me, that woman wrote me. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And he goes, I wrote her back and I said, I'm absolutely overjoyed you enjoyed the first two acts. As for Greg, um, <laughs> two minutes on your phone would have revealed what yeah. you were going to get from Greg. Right. And it's kind of your responsibility as a grown adult audience person right. to huh. do that research. Right. And uh, I'm, you're not getting your money right. back. What did they fucking think they're going to see. That's the that's, good times. They're going to forget about. So people are going to yeah. talk about their dicks. They're going to talk about how embarrassing sex is. Right, right, they're right. They're going to talk about kids and how kids are a hassle. Right. They're going to talk about all the shit that I never ever talk about on stage. Right. And when I'm not talking about politics, I'm usually talking about how women are harassed beyond measure. You know, that is something I wanted to talk about with you as well. Because, well, but first, before we talk about your right. your very. You're very, you're a feminist from in the true sense of the f- word, which is now being fucking, you yeah. know, raped. No pun intended. Ah, good one. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you get tweets that are, you know, which I do too. Yeah. Go back to comedy. Yeah, I, we don't want uh, your opinion. Yes. Why we used you to were be funny, funny on yeah. Tough Crowd. Uh, right, now you're right, not funny. Right, right. Wh- what do you do with that? What do you fucking do with that? I block everyone who criticizes my comedy. Yeah. If they're coming from the point of view of you used to be funny, right, but you right. talk about it too much now. Um, uh, the one that I hate the most of all right now is um, you're still dwelling on Hillary. Let it go. If the most important <laughs> thing in the history of the United States happened, right. which it did. Right. And it was a white backlash FBI Russian hacked right. uh, a voter suppressed uh, election of a white supremacist um, uh, t- re- reality TV. TV star backed right. by the giant rich families of the world and that coup occurred while you were alive right. would you just let it yeah, go yeah exactly or exactly. would you pursue that till but the end also, of time but it's also that we're not obsessed with Hillary no. they are they uh, yes. are they yes. willing to accept that she's not in office now <laughs> right. and therefore when Judge Jeannie went on TV a couple oh, of weeks ago and went 119 miles right. per hour bitch turn yep. it around and uh, lock her up it's like first of all Judge she's not an elected official. official right. She's a private citizen. She's a private citizen. citizen yes. She has done nothing wrong. That's yeah. been gone over a uh, time and time again. And we paid for that. Uh, we paid yeah. a bajillion dollars yeah. to go over everything that she had right. from Whitewater till Benghazi. Right. That's been looked over. The whole bringing Bill Clinton thing back up again, right. which they're doing on the mainstream news right. programs. Um, $70 million was spent. Right. If 
Kathleen Willey, and I hate to say this, but the, some of the women that accused Bill Clinton were inconceivably well-funded by the right wing and right. didn't really have a lot against him. Right. Did Bill Clinton have sex with Monica Lewinsky? Absolutely right. he did. And she was an adult. Um, you know what? And he was an asshole. I'm not saying he was yeah. a, right. He, he, he's scum for doing yeah. it. He was, because he exerted he his a, power yes, over a young girl. and I totally agree. Uh, but that's been gone over at, to the tune of $70 million in right. an impeachment. Right. So the fact that we're even discussing that at this late goddamn day right. is so much bullshit, I can barely fucking swim right. above it. Right. Um, the fact of the matter is, a predator's president, he's supporting a pedophile for Senator right. of Alabama, when even the other weaselly, gutless Republicans in the party have stopped supporting more right, and right, gone, right, right. I don't want to have to sit next to the guy who we found out today, a woman policeman used to have to follow, follow him, him around yeah, to keep him off cheerleaders. Right. At the football game. What kind of person is this? Yeah. So don't give me morality. Don't give me any of that. Don't give me Clinton. I'm not obsessed with Hillary Clinton. I'm obsessed with her in so much as I thought she was and is the greatest American politician of my lifetime. Right. Other than Lyndon Baines Johnson, right. who's quite dead. Right. Um, she would have got more done than anyone else. Right. Um, she would have followed in Obama's footsteps. The other thing was, of course, she would be being impeached right now. Right. If she were president with this Republican Congress and Senate. Right. They have nothing better to do. They would have just gone right. after her. They'd have tried to find something. Right, right, right. Whereas, and yet that's why we need control of the House of Representatives. Which can happen. And I don't want to hear from... And this people get so mad at me. This is the other thing people get mad at me for, right. Judy. Bernie's been a fucking pain in my ass oh my for God. fucking two years. I fucking agree. <laughs> I fucking... First of all... That's first of the all, Jew Bell. It's so hard because I have so many lefty lefterman yeah, friends, yeah. and I'm just like, he's in, he, no. Don't he you get it? He fucked the whole fucking thing he's up. He's trying to subvert the Democratic right. Party and destroy us. First of all, he took the money uh-huh. from the Democrats. He uh-huh. became a Democrat so that he could run, uh-huh. okay? Because no Takes one cared money, about him at all. Right. Takes the money from the DNC. Yeah. Then, when he's obviously not going to get the, the party nomination, waits and waits and yeah. waits and criticizes... You know, our, With our Republican talking yes, points. Yes, she's untrustworthy. She's right. corporate. She's right. a warmonger. And also the waving of the finger. Yeah. And he, you know, when you look at his behavior, and you, there are videos of him. People, you know, arguing with him and him putting his, and oh, yeah. especially women putting his Always hand in front of their face. Yeah, yeah. and 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 it's, uh, you know, do they realize? How much yeah. he fucked up. That's why I kind of, I loved Sarah Silverman when she was yeah. like, told the Bernie people yeah. to get over themselves. You're being ridiculous. Yeah. Well, two weeks ago when we had the big election and you saw a bunch of trans people, a right. bunch of gay people, right. and a bunch of black people take civic positions. Right. He, the day before, sent out an email saying the party was in disarray. Right. He, the day after, went on the news and said the Democrats need to get it together. Right. He, this week, is still saying we're in disarray and right. we're all fucked up. You're all fucked up. Get right. out of my party. Stay away from right. my life. Don't ever come near me again. How Don't wave he? at me. And he's talking about running again uh, as a Democrat. It's Boo. like, no, he's then don't take our money no. and don't criticize. He's not a Democrat. Right. And we know for a fact, for a fucking fact, uh, what was it? 10, 12 percent of his voters yeah. voted for Trump. Right. Because they're that misogynist. Right. And now guys are breaking off that were Bernie bros and becoming Republicans. Right. So they're showing the true fucking colors. Right. If you voted for him and then voted for Hillary, I love you. Okay. Yes. Don't fucking call me. Don't right. fucking write me. I was on Stephanie Miller's show last week. I, I agree. said a bunch of this I shit. Agree. I got 10,000 fucking emails where people, a, a woman, and I sent her a couple of articles. She sent me some articles. And then I was like, 
I agree to disagree with you. Right. Let's resolve to defeat Orange 45. We've got to do this right. now. But don't fucking start in with me about how he was a progressive force and moved her to the left. Right. Her platform was the leftiest platform that right. was ever put forward by the Democratic Party. Right. Way leftier than Obama, who, by right. the way, was at war with seven different countries. Right. And did not prosecute the bankers. Right. I mean, you know, if we're looking for faults here, and I don't want to. I right. want to get to the matter at hand. Right. Um, misogyny cost us our democracy. Right. We are now balancing on a very fragile edge here. We've seen in less than a year what you can do if you're a bull goose, chaotic um, Russian tool. Right. You can just come in and appoint Wait. judges right. and, and write your executive orders. Right. He doesn't require any legislation. Right. Also, he hasn't, he hasn't passed anything. What I know, and they, you know, I get people writing to me. What are you talking about? He's done more, and 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 it's like he's done nothing. He's but, done nothing, and he's a fucking idiot. His the immigration ban yeah. just got overturned again. There, there is not going to be an immigration net ban. Net neutrality better be. That's going to happen in two weeks' yeah. time. I think that is going to go through, and they're you desperate do? for it too. Well, I mean. The only way to stop it is to call and write every second of the day. Right. And it's women who are doing this. I right. beg men who listen to me to do it, but men right. just don't give a shit. Right. Because they're, you know, they haven't had to fight um, for if this. If they shit. understood that their porn is going to be deeply right. cut into by right. this, which it is. Right. Um, what it boils down to is they'll be able to provide, they'll be able to slow down every site that you like, right. and they'll be able, you'll have Facebook, Breitbart, Fox News. Those will, those will be pretty right. easy to get. Right. And everything else, not so much. Right. Um, I can't, I just, a fucking fuck. All right, sorry. I just, uh, he, Bernie Sanders makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. And his and wife. people go, he has a great, oh, don't even with the I wife. can't. <laughs> I'll, I'll go even further since we're what? on this fucking Bernie, talk Bernie, now Bernie, and, yeah. we're, and we're having a go. Yeah. After the Pulse nightclub shooting a year yeah. ago, um, Hillary responded immediately. Right. Um, even Orange 45 responded with one of his yeah. psycho things. If there had been more guns, you know, the yeah, blocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the next day, Bernie gave a press conference and him and Jane didn't talk about it at all. Right. And they laughed on camera about some other item. They were giggling. And it's like, right. this, it, after 49 gay people are shot, is right. really not the time for you right. to yuck it up on fucking TV right. about how funny and cute you are. Right. You have no sympathy at all. And I can't. people think that he's like this civil rights champion and shit, you know what? It reminds me of an old Warren Thomas joke. You remember Warren Thomas? Yeah. From San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, she, uh, Kim Basinger fucks uh, Prince one time and suddenly she's Malcolm X. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> Bernie goes on one march or whatever right. once and, and I'm yeah. supposed to fucking. Right. They and made they, fun of John Lewis. They made right. fun of Dolores Huerta. Yes. They made fun of Barbara Boxer. Right. They're, they're, they're horrible about dying. And Maxine Waters. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're openly mean to women, right. Jewish women right. and women of color. Right. And to me, that's like, I'm not having it. Right. That thing that thing in Las Vegas where they were throwing chairs around and Barbara Boxer was on stage. Yeah. They're like, that was overplayed. And it was like, Barbara Boxer's a 70-year-old woman. Right. The one thing that a 70-year-old woman doesn't need to see is chairs flying around Right, the room. exactly. It's a little intimidating, yeah. okay? And my wife and I were at uh, Hillary Valley at a, a junior college in L.A., and they let all the Bernie bros come in. And right. they had a giant sign that said, burn the witch. No way. Burn the witch. They disrupted the Hillary uh, sp speech three times. Three different, uh, Brenda and two bros got up and, man, they're the war in Iraq. And right. blah, blah. Not Trumpkins. Right. Not a Trumpkin in this crowd. Well, they, they don't know about the war in Iraq. They only no. know I hate Jews. I, well, well, I love my guns. Obama started yeah. the war in yeah. Iraq. Yeah. The, we were funneled out through this weird causeway. 
And they allowed the Bernie Bros to stand on either side and yell at us and scream at us. There's pictures right. of it. You've seen the pictures of them right. standing, screaming. Yeah. There's little children. There was old people. A lot right. of women, of course. Uh-huh. I was with my wife. Uh, we got called every fucking name in the world. Yeah. And these were not Trump people. These right. were Bernie people. I've told the story a million times. Right. People keep going, why do you hate us so much? Why do you lump us all together? Because I was at a rally where right. I was called a fucking asshole. Right. And I watched them beat an effigy of Hillary to right. the ground. Yeah. Um, if you think that's a big liberal progressive, right. sh- you know, and then I get called a neoliberal shill and blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. Why do I buy the mainstream media and this and that? It's like, why are you a misogynist bag right. of fuck? Right. And if you oh, are. I like bag of fuck. Yeah. I love that. Own it. Own it. Yeah. Own it. Own it. So- and, and get some dander shampoo and some better glasses <laughs> and stop spitting on me. Stop spitting on me. Joe Klein said it and I stole it. I used it in my act. He wrote it for Time Magazine. He said, every Jew has an Uncle Bernie. Yeah. And I like, have an Uncle Bernie. Right. But every Jew has an Uncle right. Bernie. Right. Why can't there be free everything for right. Shut up. <laughs> right. Shut up. Uh, right. Um. <laughs> I love it. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, or, let's just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's just, just Kill Me. No. Judy Gold's Just Kill Me. Just, just Kill Me Now. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.